changing your life one story at a time. This is the Chicken Soup for the Soul podcast with Editor-in-Chief Amy Newmark. Hey, it's Amy Newmark with today's Chicken Soup for the Soul inspiration from our new book, Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Forgiveness Fix. We made this new book because I've read tens of thousands of personal revealing stories from our writers during the 12 years I've been doing this job, and I've come to understand that forgiveness is an essential key to happiness. Now, why is forgiveness so important? It's because of the emotional weight that we carry when we don't forgive. I always think of those resentments and disappointments that we carry in our hearts as if they were sewn onto a heavy cloak. Imagine that cloak is covered with your collection of bad experiences, and you feel it pressing down on your shoulders as you try to move through life. Now imagine that you've shrugged off that cloak, and it has fallen behind you. It's lying on the ground with all those bad things attached to it, and now you're light and free, and you're walking away from it. You're moving forward toward the rest of your life. You've left the past in the past where it belongs. And now you have a bright, warm, welcoming road ahead of you. And that road includes rekindling friendships and rebuilding families. And today I'm going to share two stories about families and the power of forgiveness to fix those families. I started our new book about forgiveness with a story by Lauren Magliaro, who tells us that her father and his brother had been estranged for years. Lauren never knew why, but they didn't speak, even when they were at family functions together. Lauren's family just seemed to accept that this was the way things were. But then, when Lauren was 19, her father was hospitalized with a life-threatening brain aneurysm. When Lauren returned from college and went to the hospital, She saw something she hadn't expected as she walked down the hallway to her father's room. There was a tall man wearing a stylish suit standing by her father's bed, and he was holding her father's hand. He had his back to Lauren and her mother, and her mother assumed it was the doctor. But it wasn't. It was the estranged brother. And without any discussion, it appeared that he was back in her father's life. Whatever had transpired between them and had caused those years of ignoring each other seemed to have been left in the past, where it belonged. Over the days that followed, Lauren's uncle stayed by his brother's side, and he was very helpful to Lauren and her mother. Miraculously, Lauren's dad pulled through and didn't even need surgery. Somehow, that brain aneurysm healed itself. Lauren says, the other miracle was my father's new relationship with his brother. He couldn't hold a grudge anymore. Not only had my uncle helped him, but he had helped my mom and me get through the hardest days of our life. It was the true definition of a clean slate. After that, Lauren's dad and uncle were very close. They got to know each other again, and they became great friends. And Lauren's dad even went to work for his brother. They had two wonderful decades together until Lauren's uncle died at the age of 58. And then Lauren's dad was there for his brother's family, just as his brother had been there for Lauren and her mother. So the power of forgiveness did a lot for those two families. And after the break, I'll be back with another story about forgiveness and a miracle and a family being put back together. 
Maria Morin had her own experience with family forgiveness, but in her case, it was a bit of a miracle that it even happened because it wasn't even her family. Maria dialed the phone one day calling her father, and when he answered, his voice seemed different. Papa, she said, to which he responded, Eloisa? And that's when Maria realized that even though she had called her father a million times before, she had gotten the wrong number. She apologized, and the man kind of snarled at her, and then something compelled her to not hang up, but instead to talk to the man. She said, are you okay, sir? And his sad story poured out. He said he should have known it wasn't his daughter, Eloisa, because he had been a terrible father and had banned her from seeing a boy she liked. She had moved out at age 18 to be with that boy, and he had declared that his daughter was dead to him. He hadn't seen her in nine years, but his wife had died six months ago, and when he was going through her things, he had found his daughter's phone number. It turned out that his wife had secretly been in touch with their daughter all along. Now he was selling the family home and he was supposed to be moving out, but instead he was considering killing himself. He was all alone and he missed his daughter. He had missed her every day for the nine years she had been gone. Maria told this sad man about her own father, who had been a difficult man too. She had run away from home at age 18 too because her father wanted to choose her husband for her. It wasn't until she was 25 that she saw her father again. She had already been married for five years then, and he sent a message through one of her brothers inviting her for Christmas, and she forgave him. Well, the sad stranger on the phone wanted that too. He asked what to do, and Maria told him to call his daughter. He said, what if she refuses to talk to me? What if she doesn't, Maria countered. You'll never know unless you try, right? Nothing will change if she does. You're not in touch now, so what will change? Maria asked if she could call him to see how it went, and she reminded him that she needed his number since she had called him by accident. When he gave her the number, the last four digits were completely different from her father's number. She couldn't understand how she had misdialed, but she was glad it had happened because when she called the next day, he was so happy. He had talked to his daughter for two hours. She had married the boy he didn't like, and it had worked out great, and they had a daughter he was going to meet. She told her father she forgave him for everything. And that's the power of forgiveness to fix a family. All you have to do is reach out and try. I'm Amy Newmark. Thanks for listening to these stories from Chicken Soup for the Soul, The Forgiveness Fix. We'll be sharing stories from the book in our daily newsletter as well. So if you want to have a free story delivered to your email inbox every day, go to chickensoup.com and click on the podcast button. You'll see a button to sign up for the newsletter, and you'll actually find a bunch of choices, including the daily story newsletter or our three weekly newsletters with stories about pets, busy moms, or fighting cancer. I'll be sharing more than a dozen stories from our forgiveness book with you on the podcast, so keep listening for more of them. I can't think of a better time than the holiday season to consider using the power of forgiveness in our own lives. Come back for our next episode to hear two more stories from our new Christmas book, 
These stories will inspire you to look at the holidays a little differently because they're all about finding the joy in less. Less.